Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio, it's time for the GNFCC 400 Insider. Connect, build, and grow with the Greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce. Hello and welcome to the GNFCC 400 Insider, the monthly radio show and podcast presented by the Greater North Fulton Chamber. I'm Callie Boatwright, President and CEO of the Greater North Fulton Chamber, and today we will be honoring a Chamber Award winner who is a standout in our region. The Chamber is honored to recognize the many great businesses that make North Fulton such a great place to work and live during our awards luncheons throughout the year. But this one's a little special to me because I happen to be a frequent guest and a raving fan. Please let me introduce our 2023 GNFCC Small Business of the Year Award winner and my friends, Maria Fandora with Casanova Restaurant and her son and business partner, Pepe Fandora, who also owns Cork and Glass Wine Shop just next door. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Kali. It's great to see you. Oh my goodness. Congratulations to both of you on this incredible honor. We are so excited that you all have won this award. We um, have a bunch of questions and because we know each other a little, I'm sure that this is going to be a fun conversation. So I'm just going to jump right in if that's okay. Go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. All right. Well, and I am not sure which of you, probably Maria. I wanted to start with just a little background about both of you, but also I know that your career path to opening Casa Nuova um, many years ago has a great family history. So I would love to hear a little bit about the background in history. Wow. <laughs> I know. You, yes, it may be the entire show. That's okay. Are you ready? Uh, <laughs> get ready. <laughs> My father was a restaurateur, and the last thing that I thought that I would be was a restaurateur. As we all do with our parents. We never want to be what they are, and then somehow. It happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, came to Atlanta, 1984. My first job out of college uh, was in sales, and uh, three years into being here in Atlanta, I met Antonio Fandora, who was a restaurateur, uh, founder of Alfredo's Restaurant, uh, which was an Atlanta icon for many years. Of course. And he said, well, we're going to be married. You're going to have to work together. I'm like, what? He said, yeah. So here I am 35 (laughs) years later. I'm a restaurateur and I don't think that I would have it any other way. It's a I love what I do. Um, I look forward to going to work and this community is amazing. I'm just so proud to be a part of it. Well, you're not just a restaurateur. You're now an award-winning restaurateur. So that, that, <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Get very excited. Well, and you've got an interesting family background, right? So many people probably who come to Casanova for great Italian food think that you're Italian. Which is not correct. I would say that's a pretty fair assumption to to say. I I think for some, absolutely. But you've got such an amazing background um, as a family, culturally. Um, I'm an immigrant to the United States. I'm so proud to be an American. Um, Don't want to sound corny, but America took us in. Um, I was originally born in Cuba. And I grew up, uh, my family migrated to Chicago, which Mm -hmm. is where I grew up. And I grew up in a Polish and Italian neighborhood. Um, I do speak Italian as well as Spanish. And of course, I speak uh, some English to get me by. (laughs) I'd say you do a pretty good job with English. um, But we're always very honest about our roots, uh, where we come from. Um, It has provided for our family and for our community for many years. Um, My husband's been in this industry was since 1962. 
So we love Italians. <laughs> we love Italian food. And uh, we love being in the United States. We're very blessed. Well, we're glad you're here as well. And to be um, trilingual, I'll just pause for a moment. The fact that you, I know you look at it as America took you in, but I would say you blessed America with your presence and certainly that of your family who's been so engaged in this community for so long. Um, and so so that's your background. Pepe, what about you? You may or may not have grown up in a restaurateur household. Um, it, I would say yes. yes. Um, so I'm probably one of the few people that can say I'm an Atlanta native. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to say I was born at Baby Factory, which is Northside Hospital, <laughs> of course. right there on the uh, uh, 400 and 285. Um, and so the restaurant that I was born into is actually the one prior to Casanova. So it was called the Vontis Pesciavino. And I have very vivid memories of learning how to uh, tied my shoe there. Um, I remember my dad said, oh, you should get into guitar lessons. And then I was there, you know, with the guitar, um, you know, uh, learning and, and all this stuff where there was a baby grand piano and a dance floor at that restaurant. I Me mean, was the first restaurant in Atlanta to have an open kitchen, which right now I think everyone wants to like eat in the kitchen. That's right. But exactly. back then was not a thing. It wasn't a thing. My dad took a leap of faith and saying, well, you go to Italy, you go to New York, you go to Chicago. Um, but all my infancy was, you know, in that restaurant. And then um, it was just a very big restaurant. I think it was bigger than Ambition than probably my parents anticipated. And so um, they ended up selling like right before Olympic year, or the mm-hmm. beginning of Olympic year here in Atlanta. And then... They kind of went back to doing what they were doing. My dad went back to baking, so he worked at AMP, um, and then Kroger right across the street from the restaurant when it opened up. And then my mom went back to telecommunications, working at MCI. And so for there was a hiatus of not being a restaurant kid, um, but then when the restaurant Casanova opening up in '98. I mean, I was our dishwasher that first weekend. I think uh, statute of limitations is safe to say. I can say that now. We don't worry about <laughs> child labor laws here. So, but like I was nine years old and learning how to wash dishes and, um, you know, worked every single aspect of that while growing up. And looking back now, I can say my parents taught you, taught us, my siblings and I, more than I think probably we knew about being a um, work ethic, mm-hmm. time management, money management, you know, balancing a budget. I mean, those are things that... You know, I, we didn't have in our education and growing up, but they were subliminally like putting that there. So being a restaurant kid, I will say um, there are some perks having really great food. Is yeah, perks. I imagine you worked for food. <laughs> oh, absolutely. My chores were, oh, you'll get another veal Parmesan if you uh, do this task. And it's like, all right. I mean, do I'd it. do it for a veal Parmesan. I'm not going to lie. Well, Maria, you did well. I know we're playing favorites with Pepe here, but we do know uh, both your brother and your sister and love them too. So I do want to do a little shout out there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so um, Maria, our small business of the year award was actually created to honor leaders who display a knowledge and expertise in their industry and have a commitment to economic prosperity, quality of life, and the positive positive reputation of our region, what would you say is the secret to Casanova's success? Wow. I know. Great again, question. Great question. So many things comes to mind. Um, but I would say family, service, quality, and amazing food. Well, I mean, that nails it right down, I think. <laughs> I um, I can attest to all of that. I think all of that is accurate. I think that um, you guys have done such an amazing job of engaging yourselves in the community um, in a relationship, 
um, more of a relationship. You give so much to the community. The community supports you in so many ways and you support it. And I, I frankly have not seen a whole lot of, of other businesses that have such an amazing symbiotic relationship with the community they're in. So I absolutely, um, I absolutely love that. So there are lots of, re- of restaurants, right? I mean, you're on Highway 9. There are lots of opportunities and different places to go there. What would you say, and you can't pick the same words, would m- makes you more unique than those? I'll dive in first, Mom. Um, looking at it, to me, I would say being what we call in our industry is being a hospitalian. And so that, I think, is a step above being in the service industry, where being a hospitalian to me means when you come in, Callie, it's we know that your daughter went to my alma mater and, yes. you know, being a Georgia Tech fan. So remembering that about you and your family and then other families when they come in, they go on a trip. Um, you know, there's a hard time, a family passing. I mean, I can't tell you how many times that we've helped out because when you are in those moments, you aren't really thinking about food. You're focused in and, you know, um, just laser sharp focused on that, but you need to eat, yeah. right? And so for us to say, here, we're going to give you just a half sheet tray of lasagna to take home, put it in the oven when you have the chance or pick it up hot. Um, someone who has some surgery to get some soup, uh, minestrone soup, I think mom calls it the Italian penicillin, uh, definitely fixes you right up. So, I mean, I can't tell you how many people have come into the restaurant saying, oh, I'm picking up food for my husband or wife or kid. Um, they just had surgery or they had their wisdom teeth pulled out. And we're like, well, we'll give you some gelato for them because I know yeah. that that's what they can they can have. Right. Or here's a bowl of soup. Um, during the pandemic, we did that, right? We, you when guys- you got to go food from us, we would give you a little bit of soup for each person as not only gratitude, but soup comforts the soul. And, you know, that's just, I think, something that separates us from other restaurants. Um, I will say having a farm that we control 100% of what goes on on that farm. Very proud to say now, 21 years, uh, we've been farm to table uh, on our little 14 acres where we started off with one and then slowly grew from there. So to know where your food comes from exactly, I think a lot of people really do appreciate more so now than, than ever before. You were doing it before it was cool. I think we were doing it, yeah, way before from the table was even a word. <laughs> what? A, but speaking of new words, hospitalian. Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm writing that down and I'm keeping it. That is an awesome word. That is, and that's actually a perfect description of what what does in fact make you so unique. The other thing that makes you a little bit unique is the fact that you opened another establishment. Yeah, right I was next. bored with my time. You must have been. And, <laughs> and I will be honest, I drove by because it was COVID. Yes. I mean, I, re- I distinctly remember um, driving by and seeing the sign that said cork and glass wine. And I went, ah, I, and it's, it was closed, right? Because you couldn't open at that time. You right. weren't open yet. And so I know that you, as you've described from a young age, you've supported your parents' dreams and owning restaurants. Um, in addition, of course, to, to now helping, helping manage Casa Nueva, you own Quirk and Glass next door. And by the way, I'm so grateful that you do. Um, what sparked your interest in wine and encouraged you to open your own restaurant as a, a scientist slash sommelier well. since you brought up Georgia Tech? <laughs> um, Um, So having an engineering background, I mean, I did growing up when you, for me, all those lessons being taught, of course, you don't want to, you don't want to listen to your parents. I don't want to work. I want to be with my friends hanging out. But um, so I 
quote unquote, got out of the restaurant business Mm -hmm. um, for a little moment and then I got laid off. Mm -hmm. And so then I I had a a moment of like freak out. I have a house, mortgage, like what am I going to do now? And then mom and dad said, well, you can work with us. You know, we'll, we'll get you set up on certain, you know, pay. You're back on the uh, payroll, I think, as uh, (laughs) mom said. (laughs) Um, And then we'll help figure out your life until you go from there. And then that was in January of 2013. And then that fall, I went to Harvest in Napa Valley with my parents. And that whole experience, because a lot of people in the wine industry will tell you they had like an aha wine bottle, that they drank a bottle of wine that just changed their lives. For me, it was an experience with my parents that changed my life. Learning that Cabernet Sauvignon on a bottle of California wine is not 100% Cabernet Sauvignon. I'm like, what do you mean by that? Um, seeing an optic sorter, which is a machine that analyzes every individual berry to the parameters to make sure you get the best quality grapes to go into your best quality wine. Hello, engineering degree. Like that calls me right there. So right. it was just that whole thing just sparked. And then in 2016, I got um, my level one through these um, Court of Master Sommeliers um, and got my level two in 2018. And I am now going for my advanced exam, which would be for the level three um, through the same organization um, to hopefully become a master sommelier. But it's just that whole process. And then seeing how much joy wine adds on to an experience when people come. I mean, why do we love Italian food and Italian culture? It, it, it's part of like everyday life. Like it's, it's for enjoyment. There's good times, there's sad times and every time in between, but in in Italy, you see that, and it's part of your culture. It's embedded. Why is the food so great? Well, people love to eat food. Well, people also like to drink wine too. So um, it kind of goes like hand in hand. Um, and so that's kind of what's really sparked and has pushed me even more into that rabbit hole. Well, Maria, well done because uh, you that rabbit hole has led to an excellent <laughs> opportunity to have really good wine with really good food. In my experience at the restaurant. Um, and also, if going with you to um, Napa is a life-changing experience, please sign me up for a life change. <laughs> I think that sounds amazing. Um, Maria, with you, you've got a great business mind, clearly. You have this incredibly successful business, have um, a cork and glass uh, with Pepe next door. But also, I, w- I don't want to leave this interview without talking about the nonprofit and the service that you do. Um, in the community, you clearly have a heart for service, but more than that, you put your money where your mouth is and you put your time there too. Um, I know that Purple Pansies is is obviously very near to your heart. Um, and I've recently had an experience with, with a friend in our neighborhood that um, I unfortunately has just passed from pancreatic cancer. And so I certainly um, expressed to, to our group, how important Purple Pansies is in the community, but just also really raising money a, across the U.S. And before I explain what it is, because that's what I'm about to do, will you please tell us a little bit about Purple Pansies and how it got started? Of course. Um, like everything in my life, it always is surrounded about family. And Purple Pansies uh, was born with the loss of my mother, who I lost in 2007 to pancreas cancer. Um Three months, diagnosis to death. I said, how can this be? Um, and I said, I just, I'm an only child. I said, I've got to do something. I just can't stay still. Um, because my mother was such an amazing woman 
that I just could not let her memory die. So for me, every year um, that we have a campaign for purple pansies, I'm honoring my mother and her life and what she did. Um, as a young child, even when we had nothing, when we migrated to the United States, Kali, um, we would always go to the uh, poorest neighborhoods or people who would be immigrating or were in our neighborhood. My mom would cook and we would give what we shared. And so that memory I had to continue to honor. Um, so Purple Pansies, we support families that have been impacted uh, and diagnosed with pancreas cancer. Um, one, of course, is uh, providing emergency grants to those families across the United States that apply. Second is to providing scholarships to children uh, or young adults of uh, patients of pancreas cancer. And then, of course, clinical trials and research uh, and raising awareness. Um, that's what Purple Pansies does. Uh, we're all volunteers. We're volunteer. We have a volunteer board, uh, and we are a 501c3. So every dollar that we raise goes directly to our cause. And so you're making dear. a difference because I know hearing from uh, the the surgeon, the doctor who works with your nonprofit um, nearby, and just hearing from him how just the research and the things that are are being discovered really monthly um, all come back to people investing in that and really keeping it forefront in people's minds. Because I know for me, until I heard about purple pansies, I don't know that I was familiar with pancreatic cancer. And since that time, I know so many people who've been affected by it. So it's certainly a very fast killer. And I just, I want to make sure people out there know um, that, that purple pansies exist and that um, they can get engaged and through donations or through your gala, which is coming up. Coming up September 10th, purplepansies.org. Come join us. Super excited about that as well. Um, you both, one of the things that stands out to me in, in every single question I've asked you, of course, you've, you've answered family, and I think it, it always comes back to family. But for both of you, and perhaps it's just really good genetics, but um, you both have this unbelievable passion for people and passion to succeed and, and, and have successful business. Um, and I, I think that's something entrepreneurs share certainly is that, you know, they're not afraid of hard work, right? And I see how many hours you spend collectively and, and, uh, in, in the restaurant, um, they want to see the, the business grow and succeed, but they, they also have this passion and I see it in, in your family. Um, and I just, I want to know, you know, how do you stay driven during COVID? You mentioned Pepe, you know, that, that was a very hard time, certainly for restaurants in particular, but for everyone, how do you stay driven during all of the ups and downs and challenges that you've seen with your business through the years, Maria? I really look at the big picture. I don't get caught in the little things. Little things will happen on a daily basis. And if you get caught in all those little bumps, you, you lose sight of what your main goal is. So that's what I, when I'm having a bad day, I really think about that. Where do I want to go? Where do I want my business to go? What does my business provide for my family and for my community? Um, so that keeps me anchored and that keeps me driven um, is to just think about the big picture. I think about it all the time. Why did I start Casanova? Why did we start Cork and Glass? Why do I have a nonprofit? And I look at the big picture and at the end of the day, when God calls me home, I just want to remember that I did my best. 
I'm 100% sure you're going to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. I'm not worried about that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How about you, Pepe? What what makes you passionate about? I know. it's a, that's um, So I'm going to go back, and you might think that I'm corny on this, but it's that, that word hospitalian and family. I can't tell you how humbling and honorable it is when people come to Casanova or Cork and Glass and um, – just with them wanting to come there to feel comfortable and also the humbling effect of that a family comes in and the kids request, Hey, tonight for dinner, we want to go to Casanova. I want to see Pepe. I want to see Maria. I mean, there are these kids that sometimes I'm working in the kitchen and I have like a moment to come out to say hello. And they're so excited to be there that I cooked their food or they had dinner at our restaurant. Um, and like that to me, I mean, a a kid is always a hundred percent honest, sometimes too honest. I've been told (laughs) I look a little bit heavier some days than others, but, um, I enjoy Italian food. So, um, that honesty really, I mean, for like a seven year old to say, I want to go to Casanova, that to me speaks volumes. Also, People who've seen me grow up that, I mean, they've been alive, of course, longer than I've been alive. And they tell me, what wine should we have for dinner tonight? What, um, what meal should I have? I mean, that to me, it's it, that word hospitalian. I mean, and going back to family, I mean, like I said, it may sound corny, but that drives me. That, that for me is to have that satisfaction. And people, like you said earlier, you have all of up, up and down Highway 9, so many options. Sure. And um, people have a lot of great options. But I think that comforting feeling and that nice home-cooked meal brings them back to Casanova time and time again is because of how we make people feel. Oh my gosh. All uh, right. That's, that's With tears in my eyes, I am saying, yes, you make me feel. And it's not just the kids, Pepe. We we think you're rock stars when you come out too. And Maria comes around. And that's the other thing. You guys are constantly revolving around the restaurant and talking to everyone. Everybody there feels special. I think that's what it comes down to is every time you go in there, you know that you're going to have a, that special moment with right. with one or both of you, you know, or your brother who comes by and like does his little dance yeah. or <laughs> yeah. yeah, Carrie or he does a great job. <laughs> all of you. I mean, I just, I, I think, you know, you give so much again of yourselves as part of that restaurant that I think makes, makes all the difference. Um, well, I have to ask, I always ask about North Fulton, right? So we are in North Fulton. I'm not naive. I understand that your, your restaurant kind of straddles Forsyth and, and Milton and Alpharetta sort of in that interesting triangle there, but I'm claiming you. So, um, in this region, (laughs) Um, you know, why, why establish your business in North Fulton? And this was years ago, right? This was, this, this we're celebrating 25 that's years right. now. So. That's right. Yeah. You just had your celebration. So, so why North Fulton? Well, we have lived in North Fulton. Well, I've lived since 1987. Um, my husband bought the farm that we live on in uh, 1979. Uh, there was nobody <laughs> out here at around mm-hmm. that time. And when we sold Pescevino, we thought we wanted to get out of the industry. Um, But it just kind of draws you back in. And there was a sign that went up where we are, where Casanova is. And my husband said, should we try? I said, "Let's, let's try. And we signed a lease and we would go while we were building we would go around the neighborhoods to say, are there enough people in the community oh to gosh. support us? 
Um, at the time, it was Norman's Landing, my friend Bill Norman, and my friend Chris Sedgwick at Vinny's. Yeah. That was it. There was nothing else on off exit 11 or even up and down Highway 9. And we started and we believed in the community that the community would continue to grow and that families would come because North Fulton had a lot to offer. Um, great schools, um, great neighbors, uh, equestrian land. Um, and it is, we have seen it grown and prosper, and we're just so proud to be part of that community, Kali. Well, and you're drawing people from all over. Every time I'm in there, I see people from Dawsonville. From I mean, they're they're coming all from every oh, different... We have people come from like Warner Robins and yeah. Peachtree City and well, stuff, and I'm like, where? We, that's because like you're a, a hospitalian, that's Pepe. Like a- <laughs> <laughs> that's why they do that. Come on. I'm just saying, you were farm to table before it was even cool. I think people know that, but... But I think it does because you do have that longevity with us. Um, you know, it just enamors us to you even more than than typically. But all right. So one of the big things is number one, people who are hearing this are gonna say, Well, and I'm sorry if you're saying Costanova, I've never heard of it, but we need to tell everybody where the restaurant is, but also how they can connect with you either through website or what the best way to connect with you. Pepe, yeah. do you want to do that? Um, so we are located at 5670 Atlanta Highway uh, in Alpharetta, Georgia, um, which is like a half a mile north of Highway 9 and McFarland Parkway. Um, and then, of course, you can look at all social media outlets. We're on Facebook, uh, Instagram. Um, we are getting up to the TikTok level because we know that the people like to spend their time there as well. Right. So, um, but then of course, if you're uh, old fashioned like I am, you know, you can do regular email table at com or wine at corkandglass.com. Um, but I mean, I can tell you on the other social media outlets, you definitely can see a lot more fun things that, you know, we post pictures of my mom with her live, live, live on Facebook, you know, going into the kitchen <laughs> saying, here we have some veal scallopini, um, or we're in the farm. Um, you know, there's some fun educational videos that we're putting up on, uh, cork and glass as well on all social media outlets, because, um, we just want people to enjoy and have fun and something shouldn't be so intimidating. I mean, that's another reason why. We love what we do with our food, with the wine shop is that, you know, when you get to like in a kitchen, you're like, oh my gosh, what do I do? I don't even know where to begin. If, especially if you don't cook at home and then like you walk into a wine shop and it's like, oh my gosh, there's so much wine. I don't even know where to start. So I think that's something else that we do that, um, definitely, you know, keep a lookout for and how to reach out to us. Um, and I can tell you probably nine times out of 10, we're, we're there at the shop or at the wine shop or the restaurant. (laughs) Well, and you also make make everything less intimidating with your wine dinners and opportunities yeah. for people to come in and, and sample things. My favorite is when Pepe will, will go running out of the restaurant next door to Casa Nueva because he knows of the perfect wine and he'll go get it and bring it back. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there he goes again. Like he, you just have this amazing knowledge of, of every, I guess a sommelier would, of course. Have One would hope, right? Right, right. <laughs> exactly. So thank you for that. That's exactly right. Maria, what about purple pansies for those who who are interested in either attending the gala or in getting engaged with you, how how should they be um, finding Purple Pansies? Uh, our website, purplepansies.org. Uh, and this year, the gala will be heard, uh, uh, held at Astro Celebrations, which is a new venue uh, in uh, Forsyth. Lovely, lovely venue. Um, and then, of course, they can always reach out to me at, uh, at Casanova. 
Well, I know that that we started this discussion with the fact that Casa Nueva is our 2023 Small Business of the Year Award winner. So congratulations about that. Thank, Thank you. you. We've gone down many paths of all three of your fine establishments. Well, both the restaurant um, costs, or excuse me, Cork and Glass, and of course, Purple Pansies, the nonprofit that you're in. But I want to go back to just family. Um, I think that's certainly the takeaway from the conversation. And um and I just want to say that you guys always make us feel like family too when we're there. So I really appreciate that as well. And I don't, I can't imagine anybody not feeling that way. So thank you, thank you for you. everything you all do. Thank you, well, Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for oh, having us on. Oh, it's been my pleasure. I want to thank Maria and Pepe for joining me today. I also want to thank our listeners for joining us on the GNFCC 400 Insider presented by the Greater North Fulton Chamber. To listen to this show again or to hear any of our previous episodes, you can visit gnfcc400insider.com. To find out more about the Greater North Fulton Chamber events and programs, please visit gnfcc.com. And until next time, I'm Callie Boatwright, and this has been the GNFCC 400 Insider on Business Radio X. (laughs) 